Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smooth. This is Landon Collins. Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk Podcast, sitting here with my dude, Pete Haley. Hockey Mitch is out hockey mitching, mitching, so the two of us will will have to suffice. We are brought to you by the good folks, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, want you to do the exact same thing. Check them out online or in any of their stores. They'll take good care of you. Peter, how you doing? Doing well. I was thinking Hockey Mitch is now like a year and a half old because that was the Cap Stanley Cup run, right? Yeah, I don't think he's Hockey Mitched since. Yeah, it's it's he's returned and it's kind of weird and he's sending think, pictures think, from Colorado, which is odd. I think they want him out there for the OV seven hundred. Yeah, yep. Because despite Mitch's uh, gravitas on the Redskins Talk <laughs> podcast, in his other job, he's quite good at that too. Yes, he Whatever is. the hell, I don't even know what he does anymore. Will he be on the Capitals Talk podcast when that happens? You think? He'll probably, probably try to weasel his yeah, way you on. You know he will. And He's a big man to weasel. Yeah, and then, and then he'll <laughs> complain about malls instead of Ovi's accomplishments. It's a weird thing he's got going yep. with this mall bit. <laughs> a lot to discuss uh, beyond Mitch's mall stuff. I want to uh, I want to start. So it's Thursday morning. Um, Pete's all gung-ho about that. Have you always been a Valentine's Day guy? I wouldn't say I'm gung-ho at all. I'm I just, mean, you're flying to Michigan. Yeah, but we're just basically treating it like a regular weekend. Going out. No gifts. No gifts. Card. Uh, some chocolates and yeah, no gifts. We have a no gift policy because I'm freaking flying up to Michigan. That's well, a good gift broke. right there. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> those two things kind of mesh well together. Our boy Sean Ryan taking care of you? Yes. All right. I've got boy. a truck this time. That a boy. Yeah, that a boy. Yeah, I'm doing it right. Wait, are you reserving that? Well, I'll show you well, let's afterwards. Talk about this yeah, offline. we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a little confused. Yeah, I think you're a dumb <laughs> shocker. Um, so Thursday morning. Thursday morning, a report. I don't know if it was late Wednesday night, Thursday morning or what. A report comes out of Detroit that the Lions are looking to move Matt Stafford and that there's been Mm -hmm. trade talks for weeks. Whoever's floating this Khalil Mack to the Redskins, that is utter nonsense. So don't believe that. Why on earth would the Skins not take Chase Young on a rookie deal, instead trade for Khalil Mack, who's, I don't know how old he is, but the money on, that is just one of of all the rumors that is one of the dumbest ones I've ever seen. And what's great is I saw you were talking in a chain with Kareem Copeland today about clear and flying, yeah, and somebody just chimed in and said, right. hey, JP, it's like, you have to address these dumb things when you're just trying to have a talk about something totally unrelated, so stop with that. Khalil Mack in 2020 is has a cap number of $27 million. He's basically a quarterback. Right. Now, I don't know what Chase Young's going to get, but he's going to be on a rookie deal. It's going to be... Significantly less than that, and the Skins will have complete control of him on a rookie deal for five years. Yeah. So, 
It's one thing to have a discussion about trading the number two pick, but the Khalil Mack thing makes zero, zero, zero sense. <laughs> Let me be clear about that. Zero. The Stafford thing is interesting, though. Yes. So, Stafford's 32 and has been pretty durable until last year where he hurt his back. Yep. And I don't know how well you know about backs, but back injuries are dangerous. Ask Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Like, ask Kevin McHale. Like, guys, once you hurt, ask Larry Bird. Once you hurt your <laughs> A lot back. of Celtics had back injuries, huh? <laughs> Those are the two that I thought of. Okay. I'm not even so sure about McHale. It might have been his, like, feet. But I know that Bird was his back. I mean, I was, like, six when Kevin McHale was playing basketball. I'm struggling coming up with other back injuries, so you just keep going. Carson Wentz last year. There you go. Regardless, I don't think the Lions are trading Matthew Stafford, okay? Mostly because of the money. I, I, the dude that runs the Spot Track, which is a really cool website, this dude, Michael Gennetti, um, it's a salary cap website, like, over the cap. He had a tweet. Trading Matthew Stafford would leave behind $32 million of dead cap to the Lions, a loss of t- almost $11 million in cap space. The- Detroit already restructured Matt Stafford, paid him out $6 million this year. He's not going anywhere this year if you look at the numbers. It's just not going to happen, okay? that That's all fine, but still, this report came out of Detroit, and I don't know... The guy from Channel Four that made the Channel Four Detroit that made the report. Hell, you're going. You're going to be boots on the ground, Pete. Get to the bottom. Of Actually, this. I'll talk to some Lions people up there. See if I can kind of get a Redskins talk exclusive. What line? Like Lions fans? Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the airport. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was wondering who you're going to talk to <laughs> at the bar. Yeah, but regardless, the rumors were enough for Matt Stafford's wife. Yeah. To respond <laughs> twice on Instagram, which is interesting. I don't know what to make of that beyond that. It's it definitely makes it a bigger thing. Right. So she responded. She screenshotted something from Fan FanDuel? Yeah. FanDuel's website <laughs> about three most likely trade destinations for Matt Stafford. And she said, well, if Detroit is done with us, she wrote that on top. Dot, dot, and dot. then the next one was, I could stay in Cali. <laughs> Except for Pete. I'm not sure anybody that would prefer Detroit over California. Yeah. Um, so when she responds to it, it makes it a little more of a thing. Lions GM Bob Quinn told uh, Dave Burkett, who works for the Detroit Free Press, and he's been a guest on the podcast before, that the rumors about trading Stafford were 100% false. I love the point you're about to make. It's a great point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. The last time I heard an NFL (laughs) team say something was 100% false Mm -hmm. was about the report that the relationship between left tackle Trent Williams and former Redskins team president Bruce Allen had fractured. Yeah. That was 100% false, we were told, in August. turned out to be 100% true. Sure. So... Take this for what it's worth. And let me be clear. I don't think Stafford's going anywhere. But it doesn't matter if you think. It just matters that the teams behind the Redskins think or at least have to have it on their radar. Or that the the slightest hint of it exists because everyone's lying to everyone during the NFL Lying season. Lying season. It's cuffing season and lying season. And and so this was a tweet I got from just your average fly guy at MC Redskins. Um, And I'm going to edit this a bit because there's some curse words. Mm-hmm. Honestly, who gives a flying bleep if it's true or false? All we need is for other teams and GMs to believe they really might trade Stafford or at the very least think the Lions are done with him. If that's the case, you know they're going to draft his replacement for the 2021 season. Very good point. Things are getting interesting. Yeah. And Tua Mania hasn't even set in yet. Yes. Did you see Bucky Brooks? NFL Network has Tua as his number one quarterback on his big board. Oh, and yeah, that's going to start happening because people will start realizing he's healthy and parse through his film and be like, oh, he played the here and did this. Um, but yeah, the Lions are kind of the, the swing state if you want to get political, which I know we don't necessarily want to do, but I think I'm using that term right. And they're kind of the last barrier behind the Redskins. So if people think they I have need no to... idea if you use swing state right. I kind of think I did. Okay. 
Um, because it could kind of change the way the draft goes one way or the other. Well, aren't the Redskins the swing state? Be, I'm not counting the Redskins as the, the swing Redskins state because are the fulcrum. I don't definitely don't know what that word is. <laughs> I'm not counting them as the swing state because I still feel confident they're not taking a quarterback. So two is spot. Would probably be the Lions, but somebody but has the to only jump way to the Lions. Guarantee you get to yes, a, is, is to, to get, get to number two. Yeah, so I That's guess the maybe, only guarantee. maybe they're the swing state. But at some point, the Lions are very important here. And if they're talking about a quarterback, then that's going to put the antennas up on the Lions and the Chargers and whoever else. Or Dolphins. Dolphins, I mean. Yeah, so. And let's be clear. I don't think Stafford's going anywhere. Yeah. But I, I read I read something from Albert Breer, I think, earlier this week. And it was so smart where he said, when it comes to the quarterback position, you never stop swinging. Like, the quarterback position is so important that you always should be trying. Think about Patriots have had Tom Brady for 15 years or whatever. More than that. Close to 20. Mm-hmm. They keep drafting new guys. Charlie right? Cashley once told us you should draft a quarterback every year. Just have on your roster, learn your system. If you like him, you keep him. If not, you trade him. They right. always Even, have guys coming through the pipeline. And that doesn't necessarily suggest you have to do that with top five picks yeah. all the time. But like you can never back off when you think there's a franchise quarterback available. So I, just stay tuned is all I have to say on that. Like mm-hmm. I, And... And enough people have asked me this. Yes, it's a dream scenario for the Washington Redskins to go from two to three, still get Chase Young, and then acquire more picks. That's an that's a that's that, that's a type of dream scenario. I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> I'm not going to elaborate either. But I know where you're like, going. It, this team has holes everywhere. They need Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young is a outrageous talent when you read the scouting when you watch the film whatever you whatever you want on chase young when you consume that you can't you can't help but wish that guy's on your team yet to see any tweet or any video pointing out something he's done poorly i mean there's it's gonna happen right right? because that's how the draft works and how all this stuff works but he's an elite elite prospect but even if the skins can just add a second round pick that they currently don't have on a team full of holes yeah huge value the whole debate and every blog we've written has been Trade or draft Chase Young. If they could somehow do both, that would be just and everybody a terrific that wants to start. Dismiss that as a possibility. Just go back three years ago when the Niners did it. Mm-hmm. The Niners traded back one spot. They got the guy. They still so the Bears traded up to get yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Sure, Bears do your thing. Niners we'll scoot moved back. back one. They got Solomon Thomas, who's who they wanted. Now he didn't exactly pan out, but they still got who they wanted, and they added more picks. That in turn let them get Reuben Foster. I mean, all sorts of. There's all sorts of crazy yeah. loops back here, but uh, I don't know, man. Just stay tuned. Yeah. It's only going to get wilder. And and my point in my story is that whether that rumor is real or fake, and it sure seems like it's fake between the contract and what the GM's saying, there's going to be a lot more of that stuff. Definitely. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are 
and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I want to talk about the Dunbar stuff. Poor timing on our podcast on Monday, huh? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's just how it works. It so That's I, I had the story too. Monday morning that Quentin Dunbar wasn't going to report for OTAs. By the So we worked. We talked on the podcast. We had Redskins 100 that evening. I was going to the Caps game. I was hopefully going to see Ovi break 700 so Hockey Mitch didn't have to go to Colorado. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I took the Metro from Bethesda down to Capital One Arena. 30-minute ride, maybe? 30-minute ride. And service kind of spotty. And then, like, when you're under the building, service is kind of spotty. Then, finally, Pete, like, I had a bunch of texts and one from you, so I just call you. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And what was going on? Uh, When you were underground in between, like, Grovesner and some other stop on the red line, Quentin Dunbar came. Do you think Grosvenor is between Bethesda and Gallery Place? I didn't want to spend too much time on the Metro map, so I just said the first stop I thought of. Uh, friendship incorrect. Hi- not so. Friendship Heights. That's friendship Heights is okay. one. Okay, but like regardless, barely. As you're on the Metro, Quentin Dunbar came out from Kime and Cream Copeland that he was requesting a trade or to be released. Right, and I said, "Oh, s, this is way, way escalated, and JP's unavailable, so we need to figure out what's going on here." So get off the Metro, make some calls. I, I, I get a hold of Quentin Dunbar, and, and he explains to me that like. He doesn't want out, but he wants to be with a team that wants him. He doesn't know these new coaches. They haven't made any effort to reach out to him. Kind of, it is what it is. That all happened. Yeah. Like, that's what drove me crazy is, I mean, we'll get to it. You know, he came. So, so let's get to it. Yeah. So then th- that happened. We wrote a story. The, the Post had a story. ESPN had a story. I think Standing had it with The Athletic. Like, somebody was talking. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, right? The organization was aware. Mm-hmm. All of these things were happening. Two days later? I think this it was, was the next, Monday. It was the next morning. No, this was Monday. That happened. Uh, it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Doc Walker talked to Quentin Dunbar. Dunbar said, I'm not looking to get traded. I'm not looking to get released. I'm meeting with Ron. I just want to know where I stand with the organization. All of these things are true. But you're wrong. You said you wanted a trade, JP. It, you're wrong. It, it can't. It has to be one or the other. You're wrong. You're a bad reporter. Or, Why are you telling us fake news? Or I'm tagging on Twitter and letting you know. Or I'm something pointing upward. happened. Yeah. And then there was some realization about that for 24, 36 hours where I don't know what the team's reaction was, but I can't imagine it was too accommodating. Mm-hmm. Call that a hunch. And I, I think even like the court of public perception wasn't too accommodating. And, and I think the situation changed. Yeah, he probably sat back and said, oh, okay, uh, I should probably not have made this demand in February before talking to the coach in the franchise. I'm going to rethink some things here and go talk to Ron and who seems reasonable, and then we'll figure it out from there. And maybe Ron reached – I think the Skins could have reached out to some of their players. Early. So, like, here's what we know, and, and, and there's lots that we don't know, but players that were in the building, and plenty of guys are in the building rehabbing or working out guys that live locally, have probably already gotten to meet Ron. But guys that aren't here probably haven't. And Ron made it clear that he was, you know, his timeline started February 10th and that I don't know that he reached out to a ton of people. I think a lot of this could have been avoided had there been more contact from the new regime and some important players or or players that thought they were important and all all of a sudden felt unimportant. But these things are fluid, man. And and to think that one thing that happens on Monday is – couldn't change by Wednesday is a little crazy. So, especially when you're hearing it from four different places, 
and it's all consistent. Guys who've been on the beat for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so that pissed me off. But but dude, I I honestly think on this one, like B Mitch, B Mitch called me. He's like, man, I'm not gonna say what B Mitch said, but you can go read. It was on the Redskins Today Instagram account. B Mitch responded to it. Let me see if I can find that because B Mitch pretty much nailed it. And then like I was on the radio with Grant as all of this was happening. Yeah. And in no way is, like, Doc wrong. Like, Doc talked to him and, and said what he said, and he's right. But to not think that there are multiple sides to all of this is a little— So here was B. Mitch's response on Redskins today. That would mean the reports yesterday and his own tweets were lies, which I highly doubt. This seems to be damage control to me. Nailed it. I'm going to kind of just let B. Mitch do the talking. There. Yeah, he likes to do that. Yeah. He's good at it. Um, I said this on the radio with Dukes Tuesday night. I think Dunbar's on this team this fall. Like, he's at his cost, at his cap number, he's a big time asset for the Redskins. He can play corner. He's pretty damn good. 2018 was a fluky year with the injuries. Last year, he was good. Now, he dealt with some ankle stuff, but I don't know that if you get the Skins in a playoff run or, or some games that really matter. Right. They I'm shot not him sure down that and Dunny's. Ankle wouldn't have been better. Right. It was I think it was week fourteen that they put him on IR. Right. That was with a lot of guys. Um, do you see him playing on the same deal? Would they entertain any sort of extension or anything for him? Because he's concerned about the lack of guarantees and that's why he was gonna miss OTAs and sure that was voluntary stuff as opposed I'm to sure mandatory. The, the guarantees are an issue, but I also think it's the dollar amount. Yeah. Right? It's half of what an average starter makes right. per I your think source. If I was him, I wouldn't like, he kind of got into this situation because he took a contract extension. He could have just played one year on an RFA tender. Um, if I if I was Quentin Dunbar or I was advising Quentin Dunbar, I'd be more motivated to get to free agency in 2021 when you're looking at a new CBA and all sorts of things and a higher salary cap than I would be an extension right now. Now, I'm not Quentin Dunbar. I'm not his agent. I, maybe stability is the, is – Valued, maybe he wants guaranteed cash right now because the we we were all there when Ruben Foster went down. That was very real. That yeah. that was a scary moment, and I think a lot of players kind of realize what their career can be and how quick it can go. And he's missed significant games in the past two years. Maybe he knows. Yeah, you know, my legs are kind of beat up right now. Who knows if it will happen again in twenty twenty? I don't want to diminish myself anymore. I think there's a difference, and this is kind of a Trent also. There's a difference in wanting guaranteed money for 2020 because the money's on their deal. It's just not guaranteed. Maybe they can get some of those guarantees. I don't know how that would function against the cap, but I, I, the cap number exists regardless. The guarantee stuff kind of just benefits the team. Um, and uh, certainly with Trent, as, as long as he's there week one, his, he's vested for the season. I would think Dunbar, with his seasons accrued, is there also. I'd have to double-check that. Yeah, he's 2015, 16, 17, five years in the league. Yeah, so... I mean, if it was me, I, I would maybe try to get more guarantees this year. I would sit out off-season stuff. Like, I get missing the voluntary stuff. I understand that, especially in these sort of contractual situations. But uh, I would play, and I would be— Bet on yourself. I would be looking at free agency next year. Now, like, it's easy to say bet on yourself when the last example was Kirk and he was getting franchised at 20 and $24 million a year. That's not the money Dunbar's making. You know what I mean? Dunbar's making three mil. Mm -hmm. So it's different. I don't know. But I think he and Trent should both be focused on free agency or focused on the 2020 season and then free agency. Interesting nugget. 
I guess it was maybe Tuesday afternoon, I just looked at his Twitter, and he was following one person, and it was Trent Williams, and then I posted that, and some people responded saying, yeah, yesterday he wasn't following anybody. So during this little mini saga, he made the move to just go click on Trent Williams' profile and follow, which I'm sure was not a coincidence in any way. Can't wait for him to be traded two hours after we post this podcast. (laughs) And then you'll have to do it on your own. Big news. Ready? Yes. Next Thursday... Uh-huh. I'm going to get the calendar out. Next Thursday February at noon. February 20th at noon. February 20th at noon. We're going to do another live podcast. Yes. Oarsman, Ford, and Lincoln. They are 6129 Richmond Highway, Alexandria, Virginia. Come check it out. The last time we did this was a ton of fun. I have... We've recorded a lot of fun podcasts. That was like top 10 because it was just a bunch of dudes around a table. People were like laughing at our jokes, getting questions in. It was enjoyable. One... We're taking it up a notch. Ooh. Pizza. Oh. <laughs> so it's the middle of the day. We can't have beer, right. right? And I don't know that you can have beer at a car dealership. Yeah. But free pizza. That's phenomenal. So if you are in or around Alexandria, you want to come have lunch with us, do it. Have lunch and talk football. Yeah, dude. 6129 Richmond Highway, Alexandria, Virginia. Oarsman Ford, Lincoln. Uh, their website is world of, worldoffordalexandria.com. Kind of a sick website. Yeah. Next Thursday. Did you say this was kind of like a combine preview? So type I think we deal? do combine preview, but it was fun doing the mailbag. I love maybe the we mailbag. do the mailbag again. Do a little combo, perhaps. Well, how about this? It's a combine preview mailbag podcast. Amazing. So whatever you want to do, combine with that, stories, people to tell watch, me email address. drills, Redskins talk mailbag at gmail.com. Maybe we should put a thing on the, do a post on the Instagram where people can submit questions as well. Brilliant. That might be easier. Okay, yeah, we'll do that next week. Um, yeah, we'll do it next week, but put it on your calendar. It's going to be fun. Very fun. Next Thursday, free pizza. Yeah. Cordell's in charge of the pizza. Good, he'll deliver. <laughs> yeah, I think he will. <laughs> if he doesn't, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have the pizza, don't worry. <laughs> Hopefully he's better at delivering pizza than he is at golf. Because he sucks at golf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you play with him, it's like, oh man, rough day. Just bad today. Like Maybe you're just bad all the time. <laughs> Um, all right, I want to set Pete up on two things. Before we do that, they they released it. The last two of the Big 20 presented by McLean Mortgage. You'll be shocked to know that the Caps winning the Stanley Cup was number one. The Nats winning the World Series was number two of the biggest sports moments in D.C. over the last 20 years. You can find all that content at NBCSportsWashington.com slash Big 20. Yep. it's that's, that's the correct That's order. how it should have gone. And look... I like baseball way more than hockey. Like, I'm not a hockey guy, but I love the Caps, if that makes sense. And I think plenty of people kind of agree with that. But when the Caps won the Cup, D.C. hadn't had a winner in almost 30 years. That was the bigger deal. They ended the drought. And for Ovechkin to get it after all the years of heartbreak against the Pens and everybody else. Yeah, the lead-up was really cool. The Nats' lead-up was great with the comebacks and the multiple series, but the first one will always be the best. Well, and I don't think... Putting the Caps ahead of the Nats takes anything away from the Nats. No. It was still awesome. Yeah. Which parade do you think was better? Because this has been a hot-button topic. I thought the Caps parade was better just because I thought those players were a little crazier and funnier to watch. and just every I mean, every parade's great with the shotgunning and beers, but Kuzi and Ovi were dropping F-bombs on the yeah. mall. Like, I like well, that. And the parade's got to end on the mall. Like, one day when there's a Redskins parade, Pete, mm-hmm. hopefully we're in it. We're in all our, the other donks get to be in them. <laughs> in our wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to end on the mall, dude. Like, of course. I think that made the Caps one just look so much better. Yeah, think just, about who gives speeches on the mall. Like, presidents. Right. You know what I mean? Like, important people. Yeah, like marches. 
Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That, that's where it should end. I agree completely. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. You got to catch up with Landon Collins? Or somebody... We as a network. We did, yes. So they have this really cool Sean Taylor podcast coming right. out. I don't so that was what it was That's for. a moving target, right. I, I think, yeah. release date. But that'll be cool. But uh, I know you listened through it, wrote some stories. Hit me. Yes. So today I published one. So Landon on Ron Rivera and just the two quotes here. I think it's a good pickup for us. We definitely needed structural-wise team. Just needed a different change. Guys are really going to buy into the system. I think Ron is a very good asset to this team. And then the better one, I thought, is, you know, they asked, why are you so excited about Ron specifically? He said he's there for his players. A lot of guys need that because loyalty and trust is a big thing for a lot of us. You get that from your guys. They'll go through a wall for you. That's big time. So, of course, Ron's presence can't fix a bunch of stuff on the roster, quarterback, you know, make the injuries go away. But I think just the voice that he can kind of instill at the top of the organization and pass down through that locker room can make the whole group more united and just more stable, and I think that'll matter to a lot of guys, and Landon is already kind of expecting that right now. And then I'll have another story tomorrow his, about his meeting with Jack Del Rio for Friday. That's a really good story, what they kind of talked about and why Landon is also so fired up about Jack. Here's my tease. Jack Del Rio compared Landon Collins to Ray Lewis, and that wasn't even Landon Collins' favorite part of the meeting, and I'll leave it at that. Wow. That's a good tease. That's strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well done. And then, uh, so we're about to go to the Dwayne Haskins interview that we talked about earlier in the week. Or I guess it's more of a Dwayne Haskins scrum. Yeah. You were there? Yes. Scrum. Were you there? <laughs> no. Sorry. What happened? You couldn't find parking? Couldn't find parking, and he spoke 45 minutes before he was scheduled to. So was this a learning experience? Peter? Definitely was. Okay. There's a schedule, and they didn't follow it. But I should have been there earlier. Pro athletes do what they want. I know. Welcome to being in the media. I'm shocked the quarterback didn't wait for Pete Haley of NBC <laughs> Sports to show up. Tell him about the questions and the free agents. Okay, so JP and I are doing and Ethan are doing and Ethan, Ethan of course um, are doing morning posts from this past week and then next week. Questions facing Ron Rivera. We're hitting those at 6 a.m. and then a couple hours later we're doing free agent fits. So we've looked at guys like Trey Boston, Austin Hooper, etc. You'll have more of that next week. And then we're also writing about questions. And the one I wrote about today that I would like to maybe bring up quickly is what are some actual realistic expectations for year one under Ron Rivera? And look, I get everybody has totally flipped their mindset about the Redskins. I think that's great. But we also need to keep in mind that this team was 3-13 and last year. They had the worst offense in the NFL, and they had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So in one of the paragraphs, I wrote, hey, just remember, if they double their win total, which is a huge leap, which is a leap many NFL coaches would take in a heartbeat, they're going to be 6-10. and 10. And I posted that, and everybody gets crap for everything they write on the internet, but I'm getting a lot of crap from people, 6-10, and 10, what's up with NBC Sports Washington? I see 8-8 eight eight at the very least, maybe 10-6. and six. 
The Redskins were awful last year, just straight up putrid in so many ways. I think you can expect improvements in things like starting games better, having halftime adjustments, being better on third down, more manageable things like that. But if you're expecting a 500 record or above, I kind of think you're crazy and sorry. You don't need know what the word realistic means. And that's that. Six and ten is not exciting to look forward to, but I think it's more realistic. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right? So be happy about five years down the line, but next year I still think is going to be kind of rough. So please stop getting angry at me for being realistic. Right? It's February. We don't know what they're going to do in free agency. We don't know what they're going to do in the draft. We don't know how this thing's going to look. You got people out there talking about Phillip Rivers joining the skins, which I think absolutely won't happen. I don't think they're adding an expensive quarterback. Period. Six and ten, I think, should be the bar. Honestly, because I think that defense is significantly better than what we saw. I love what Ron and Jack have said, that everybody has talent. Don't tell me they're better or worse than somebody else. Every team has talent. And and that's the right attitude, but I, I do think, I mean, just a better scheme, I think, is going to make a tremendous, tremendous difference. But I, I think people starting to talk of playoffs or NFC East titles. Oh, the NFC East is pretty weak. Who knows? Just yeah, Just relax. I love that people are excited. Ron has given us hope. Again, which is something we never thought we'd get. But let's just all chill a little bit and remember just how awful those four months from September to December were. Yo, it was awful. Think back to the Jets game. Here's they what, got let destroyed me, let me, by let, Sam Darnold. Darnold goes left, and he goes in untouched for the third Jets touchdown of this game to extend their lead. Yeah, let me uh, let me set this scene for you. <laughs> New York Jets. D- destroyed. Destroyed. I at home, at home, by Sam Darnold and some tight end who had a million catches. Adam Gase was the ca- was the coach yeah. of that team. Who he can't even keep his eyes at a normal size during press conferences. You know what the score was at halftime of that game? No, I, I blocked it out. Twenty to three. Yeah. Twenty to three at home to the Jets. What was the Jets' record? At that point, they were three and seven. Yeah, and the Skins were one and nine. <laughs> so everybody. They let Mitch open Trubisky it, go 28-3. Sit down on the couch and just relax. Mitch Trubisky opened up a 28-3 lead on them, and Taylor Gabriel had three touchdowns. Sam Darnold had four touchdowns. Yeah. Ron is great. I love Ron. You love Ron. We all love Ron. Ron can't cure everything in year one. You're going to, Detro- you're going to Detroit. You're excited. Yeah. I'll give you 20 bucks, American oh. currency. I'll pull oh. it out of my wallet right now. Oh, my God. And you might be able to get this. Yeah. Full name of the tight end that torched him. F, okay. Tight end. I wrote a blog about him. I give you no hints because any hint will give it away. Right. $20. Uh, I'm I looking, wish people could I'm see. I'm looking at it. My palms instantly heated up. Take, I'm, I'm sitting up in my chair. What was the tight end's name? There are so many people. Look at me. It's not Chris Herndon because that guy was injured. I'm not going to be able to pull it. I'm not going to be able to pull it. What do I have here? Oh my God! He's unfurling more singles <laughs> and then some and random. Oh, this would, bucks. This would be life changing. <laughs> what was the effing guy's name? No, I'm just watching the money. Ten seconds. Yeah, I. You're gonna tell it to me, and it's gonna make you're me gonna be so scream. Bad. All right, the money's closed. Yeah. R G. Ryan Griffin. <laughs> That's a tight end. It is Griffin. Um, <laughs> we gotta go. Fifty dollars. That would have paid so much. That would have covered my parking. Sorry, pal. It's okay. It was a fair deal. All right, time for Dwayne Haskins. Uh-huh. Next Thursday, 
Oarsman, Ford, Lincoln. I might try to drive a Lincoln around. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Be there. Free pizza. It's going to be fun. Combine, prep, mailbag, live pod. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Hopefully Pete enjoys his time in Michigan. Hopefully Pete, Mitch is safe out in the hockey world. Where does he go after Colorado? Any idea? Dude, he, he's not thrilled about this trip. He's going to Denver, Phoenix, and Vegas. Cry me an effing river. Oh, zero sympathy yeah, for that dude. jerk. Yeah. I'll be home Valentine's daying it up with my daughters. Beautiful. Actually, the pod may not be till Tuesday now that I Holiday. think about it. Because, yeah, we're going to Disney on ice, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's we'll figure it out. Very fun. Thank you guys for listening. Here comes Dwayne. If you made it this far, I owe you beer. Ryan Griffin. Haskins looking, looking over the middle, tosses it, caught by McLaurin to the 22-yard line with 20 seconds to go. And the Redskins certainly in field goal range now. Yeah, I'm excited talking to him, talking to Scott. Um, the plan seems really well. That's going to work. And um, I'm excited to get to actually do football things with those guys. And um, I feel like we're going to do a lot of great things together. Now that Alex Smith has got used on ESPN, he did some things. Other people are kind of see how much work he's put in. What have you seen from him, just how hard he's worked on his rehab? Yeah, just getting back healthy again. Um, you know, it's really important. I know Alex went through a lot with his leg injury, and he's somebody I look up to. And um, he's helped me a lot throughout the season. And I'm just glad he's getting to where he needs to be. Yeah, because like JP always mentions, Tua Mania hasn't kicked in yet. Phony Tua Mania. What was that supposed to be? Phony Beatlemania. That was my... British accent? Yeah. Do you at least know the song? Pete has no idea. Let's hear your British accent. Is it actually a Beatles song? No. It's a Clash song. Okay. Sorry. Don't know much Clash. I don't. You're both dumb. (laughs) Um, JP's the... I keep forgetting. You're not the oldest one. Or he is the oldest one on the pod. Yeah. Mitch just looks older. Those are references we don't get. Me and Mitch are the youngins. Youngins.